Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, seeing a lot of obesity and weight-related illness amongst his family and friends growing up, developed a belief that those issues can be completely removed from your daily struggle with proper health practices made simple. His favorite thing about what he does is seeing the reaction on people's faces as they try one of his specialty protein bars that demolishes the hard-set belief that healthy food won't taste good. One of his methods for keeping productive is actively seeking opportunities to share his visions, products, and services, such as showing up on podcast episodes. Advice he offers others aspiring to succeed in their business endeavors is, if an idea pops into your head, write it down. A fully executed subpar idea is going to land you more experience, money, and opportunities than a stagnant, really good idea that has not seen the light of day. Please extend a warm morning fuel welcome to the owner of Contraband Fitness LLC, Health Made Easy, Joshua Jane. Or how do you pronounce your last name, sir? Uh, it's so got a little yeah, it's got like, an accent, accent mark. mark at the yes, end of it. Yeah, is yeah. that French? It is French. Okay. So uh, technically, uh, I guess, um, and I, I haven't fully taken enough French to get the accent down, but uh, you're going to get as close as you can by saying Jeanne. Jeanne. Uh, okay. The more Americanized version of that is Jeanne by saying okay. the J and okay. the J a little more. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, Jeanne is, Jeanne is perfectly fine with me. Um, yeah, so Joshua Jeanne, and I'm the CEO and founder of Contraband Fitness. Very cool. Cool. Well, really great to meet you uh, again, because uh, you know we, we've met before, but I've mm-hmm. never never really got to hear your story. Now I, I see some of it. A lot of what I see online is humorous. I think it's great. Gets people's attention. Yep. Um, so it's very very enjoyable to watch uh, watch your videos. You know your Instagram stuff. Yeah. Um, and then to see you also um, have some friends that you uh, that you collaborate with and some of that yeah, yeah, some yeah. of that humor, which is great. I yep. love it. And we've had Matt on the show. Yeah, uh, awesome Matt guy. Kratos, aka Matt Smith, Matt Kratos. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So let's get right into it. Sure. Um, you now did you, you said family and friends? Did you yourself have any like weight issues when you were younger or what? Um, I wasn't necessarily in any of the extremes. Like you have the extreme obesity growing up. You have the extreme um, uh, uh, anorexia uh, growing up. Okay, you know, sure. you have those extremes. I was lucky enough not to necessarily be any of those extremes, but if I were to put myself a little on one of those scales, I was I was a skinny boy growing up, okay. you know, kind of with um, a dad that was in the military and stay-at-home mom, you know, so income wasn't awesome. I mean, we were getting by, so food had to be kind of frugal in that sense, and so I was um, I wasn't lavish. You weren't eating. A, you weren't a sickly thin right, kid. Right, you were yeah. just a regular kind of yeah. you know healthy yeah. kid. Yeah, I was okay. very active, and so okay. with the little, the little nutrition I was getting, and very active. Of course, you'd probably see just a slight more of rib than you probably should have in a little kid, but that's where I started. Um, so I was kind of skinny, but I was very active. Um, so I was constantly using energy, so I constantly kept eating food. Um, and uh, luckily enough, I wasn't um, 
overweight or anything like that. So I just I started skinning and kind of built into my figure. Sure, sure. I was that I was that chunky kid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't like someone wouldn't look at me and say that I was fat, mm-hmm. but I had a little around the middle. I you know we right. the thing is we were active. Like my friends and I. I mean back in the day, kids were in the streets. Mm-hmm. Today you go out there, it's mm-hmm. crickets. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know we were always active. But I guess you know I just. I would say looking back on what we ate was kind of the, the sad, yeah. you know, American diet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, okay. Did, were you into health and fitness when you were younger? When did that journey start? Um, yeah. So I, I mean, definitely there's like those core factors when growing up, you kind of start to, you know, see when you get older, you can relate it back. Um, you know, being that active kid climbing on trees and stuff like that, running around playing manhunt and whatnot. Um, so it was always kind of like, physically doing something um and then that kind of transpired into my young age going through middle school high school of football and baseball and all those kind of sports um i realized in the sport world i wasn't necessarily um mentally there uh i think there was more passion and drive in the gym like getting stronger than actually doing the sport so i did end up weaning off of sports uh, in that high school time frame Um, and that's kind of when i started really to pick up my love for the gym and, and physical fitness and health and wellness. And so like you had, you had more fun with the lifting than you mm-hmm. did in kind of like a team sport or something like Correct. that. So what, what uh, team sport did you play? Did you say was it football? Uh, yeah, or? football. Okay. I played football for rec league and then I transferred that into uh, high school football. And so right when I was transferring from junior league to uh, senior, um, I was in that kind of middle zone. I was like, do I want to go and play, you know, this type of experience of uh, playing football for the school. And I just didn't have that passion or drive that I could foresee my future having like, Oh, I'm going to go to college with a football degree, you know, scholarship. And so me not seeing that, knowing that someone else might have that full passion and drive, I want to let them have that story. Like I don't want to rob someone's story. Sure. Like that. So I guess part of training for football is mm-hmm. lifting weights. So you're, were, you're were finding more enjoyment being right. in, in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you kind of make that transition in your mind? It was like, hmm, I'd rather be doing right, the weightlifting. Yeah. When did that I mean, happen? It, was that high school? It was, I think there was, there was a, a buildup and then there was a straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, okay. The buildup was definitely happening in the very beginning parts of high school. Um, and then I was just, uh, I mean, I wasn't like peripherally gifted in the football world. So I wasn't like first string everything, you know, I was kind of like in that second string zone. Um, and then I was useful on the defensive side, but, uh, for the most part, you know, I was kind of a little bit of a backup, uh, wasn't fine. You know, I was doing, having fun with all the practice and stuff like that. And I was getting my game time in, which was great. But like I said, about halfway through going through the junior section, going to senior section of uh, football, I learned that I was finding more enjoyment in the gym component, in the workout component, than actually in the game time. Um, and then the straw that broke the camel's back, um, I was kind of improperly doing some sport mechanics uh, in in a way that it was just like, it's the risk of football, you know, like people get injured. And so I experienced something similar to that and I just hit someone slightly off than I should have. And that caused me to give like, like just the minor of like, uh, um, uh, what's what's the word? Uh, you, did did you experience an injury that was uh, kind of like yeah it was it was it was like a, it was a slight slight head injury okay. um kind of like a um like a concussion or something yeah like that? yeah yeah okay. something like that like uh and it was just for like 
one second, like, you know, I'm getting it from the hit. And I was like, that felt intense. Uh, and I'm hitting a really big guy. Right. And so I see like a little bit of purple and stuff like that. And then it kind of fades away. Um, and I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't go too in depth with this. Sure. If I go any further. The realization of, yeah. look, this is a risky Like football sport. is okay, but yeah. I don't want to risk my life or right. health yeah. Yeah, exactly. because of it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. did, so did you like immediately go over to like, look, stop football right to the gym or was there a time where you just took a break from everything um i think because of school there was definitely this kind of up and down experience when it came to being active in the gym and not active in the gym so um that's one thing i do kind of correlate a little higher than the physical world um for me is the mental world i think everything spawns first from the brain so if you don't have the the passion and drive in something you need to check, you need to do some meditation, soul searching, stuff like that. Um, and the same thing correlates to being physically active. If if you are super sick, if you're feeling super down, uh, it's a catch-22 because you're not going to necessarily be able to put your all into the physical fitness world. Right. But you also need to kind of sometimes go past that sometimes because the sure. physical is the it's next layer down. Because something that's been a study for me, especially yeah. since... I'm I'm 51. I mm-hmm. didn't start really working out until I was 45. Yeah. I was never yeah. into any sports right. or or into lifting or yeah. anything like that when I was younger. I just didn't think it was achievable for mm-hmm. me. I guess I fell into the crowd that thought it's genetics. Right. The kid that can you know get the build is yeah. you know. But I'm not. You know, I look at myself and I'm like, okay, now. <laughs> um, so that really realization didn't hit me until mm-hmm. I started working out like every day at lunch. A lot can change. A, a lot can change. So it was a couple things, right? One is my mind wasn't there. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking I'm going to get gains. So I just started physically doing the activities. Yeah. And when I started seeing gains, that was the realization of, wait a minute, I'm, you know, I'm quote unquote over the hill after right. 40. Yeah. You know, you hear all these myths about how you can't gain muscle and all right. that. And I was like, uh, okay, that's wrong. When I realized that was wrong, I was like, oh, what can I do? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's kind of where I'm at right now, on and off. But yeah. it, it's definitely that mind body balance. Yeah. Because we understand everything's connected, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes you moving, even yeah. when you don't feel like it, even yeah. when your mind isn't there to get your mind to kind of snap into. Yeah. 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 yeah well, agree. that's cool, man. Yeah. So then, you're you're working out. You're kind of doing it for mm-hmm. yourself. Just thinking. You know, I, I, I feel better when I work out. This is yeah. fun for me. When did it, when did you come up with, I mean, and you're, how old are you? Uh, I recently had a birthday, February 20th. I turned 30. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You made it to the big three. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know, that's, it's that's only up fantastic. from here though. That's the crazy Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. That, that's yeah. the crazy. Yeah. So, you know, when, when my wife and I've, I've said this several times, I mm-hmm. probably said it on the show. Um, I just turned 50 once, but mm-hmm. when and my wife is, she's five months older than I am. So when, when she turned 50, uh-huh. I, I told her, I said, it's halftime. <laughs> I said, we're going to take everything that we learned, all the lessons we learned in the first 50 years yep. of our life and apply yep. it to the second 50. And we're going to have the best life we've ever had. I, I love it's that. It's starting to happen. So 30, you're still yeah. a young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so this didn't, this isn't really too long ago in the scope of things of a lifetime no. that you made this switch to, okay, I'm going to, when did it become a, hey, I want to help other people? Yeah, so um, like I said earlier, you know, kind of as an adult, you're really kind of backtracking certain core values that come from, you know, growing up. The value behind seeing my family, my friends, they're kind of carrying around this extra weight, this a lot of extra weight. It showcases in subtle ways and you observe that. You know, you can learn right. a lot just by watching uh, and you see like, 
these people are having trouble getting in and out of a car, you know, moving, you know, keeping up with somebody if they're hiking, you know, for four miles round trip on a fun vacation, right. you know, and they have to take frequent breaks. Um, I mean, of course, hiking is vigorous, but like, you know, that idea of just like, all right, you know, 10 minutes from now, you have to, have to wait five minutes, 10 minutes from now, I have to wait five minutes. It, you know, it makes it a long process. And, and it's difficult, you know, it's hard on their joints and ligaments of carrying all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and that just didn't look enjoyable. Um, so that kind of slowly, maybe subconsciously imprinted into, into me knowing that, um, coupled with growing up, I've always been, um, I've always been like adventurous and discovery, uh, uh, forward. So like, sure. I don't mind trying new foods, but I do like my favorites. And the biggest part of also probably being skinny growing up was, I always ate till I was content. I never really ate like, ooh, that was super delicious. Let me have a second plate. Sure. I would eat semi-slow um, and that would cause, you know, me to, to just eat over a longer period and I would just, I would feel well, you had a you had maybe, and unbeknownst to you at the time, you, you had like a healthy eating mm -hmm. lifestyle. Right, yeah. Whereas yeah. some people, you know, emotions are attached mm -hmm. to food mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, that coupled with, you know, just seeing them, I was like, hmm. So there's something around eating somewhat healthy, healthier, uh, and living a more active lifestyle, you know, and it doesn't have to be much, you know, just a little, by 5% delta in each of those categories over one year will change your life dramatically. You for, could just, for one way or the other. For right? one, you, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. If you eat 5% healthier and do 5% more physical activity um, and you carry that over a long period of time, that those small increments will add up. Wow, cool. So did you begin to study? Did you go to school for, for you know, any of this knowledge or did you just kind of like YouTube it? Um, well, yeah, there's definitely a lot still to learn. Um, sure. I'm definitely humble in that fact. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, uh, knowledge being gained over the next 30 years. Uh, sure. and, um, yeah, there's a lot that I learned through, um, kind of my close circles and I'm constantly, um, improving that of like the type of news and type of articles and stuff that I'm pulling from my niche. Um, so I'm more interested in learning more people that talk about that stuff, but yeah, like, uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Google, you know, how do people interact with this? What are the benefits of eating this food? You know, stuff like that. Right. Did you start just kind of sharing your knowledge with people and then starting to see people are, are maybe kind of do starting to mm -hmm. do what you're sharing with them? Have you, have you had those experiences? Uh, albeit I do have a lot less than I should have right now. Um, which is, uh, something that I'll be building on my 10 year plan, uh, sure. thanks to some certain books we're reading. But, uh, yes, of the moments that I do have interactions with some people, especially when I go to vendor locations, um, like recently, uh, I think it was yesterday, I had an amazing, um, conversation with this person that was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I have a loss of appetite, you know, like I need to, I think I need to prove that. Um, and I just asked an additional question, you know, got further down to the idea and I correlated and found out that just her physical activity was low and I correlated it with an analogy. And if you guys know me, I love analogies. Uh, and I talked to her about, think of like a car, you know, a car can get you from point A to point B, um, but it requires fuel, right? You know, you got to put fuel in the tank. Now, if you were to drive that car very small, short distance, you know, throughout the month, do you think you might? get through that your tank maybe not but if you have to travel in an insane commute every single day you're probably gonna have to fill up that tank two or three times that month the the tank is you and the fuel is the food you put in your body so you're gonna be consuming more energy if you're doing more physical activity 
Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So if she amps up her workout, then she's going to eat more food correct. and have her, the gains that her she appetite wants will and all that. Kick back in. Sure. Yep. Okay. Oh, yep. Very cool. So it's very cool. Now, so along with, do you do you ascribe to a certain type of workout style? Is there one in particular you lean to, or do you have, you know, is there, you know, what what do you do? Is mm-hmm. do you, do you have your own John yeah, A, yeah. you know, kind of the John A method or something like that? Yeah. Um, so a, a uh, you know, a lot of the things I do correlate to the goals that I have centered around myself, um, and that's kind of the blend between aesthetics and strength. So in the world of uh, resistance training, where you're lifting weights and stuff like that, uh, you have kind of the arcs going towards bodybuilding, and that is the more full aesthetics. You know, you're going to have, you're going to see all the veins and all the muscular components of each part of the body. Um, It's more of the art style, if you will. Then on the other side, you have the uh, powerlifting side. This is where you see, like, when you... Maybe watch the football, you know, Super Bowl. You see those big linemen. Like those are kind of more like powerlifters. They look like they're carrying around a lot of weight, but it's actually just a small layer of, of fat that allows them to really couple their muscle that's underneath. Right. And they're lifting like 700 pounds. You know, they're they're the big lifters. So powerlifters are like that. Right. Um. And you know, you can have you know a blend of the two, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's kind of like this power building zone okay. where it's. You power got, building, I like it. You got the strength, but you also got the aesthetics, and so sure. that's kind of where I want I want to look good, and I want the functionality of the muscle as well. So that's kind of where I tailor my programs for. Um, but above all, like I said earlier in mindset, it has to be fun. So the workout, the physical activity has to be fun. So like if you are really into CrossFit, and that's what you do, like and you love it, like by all means go for that. Um, so find out what you love to do in the physical activity world. It couldn't even be a gym. Like it could just be calisthenics, which is something else I love. I just love doing these fun body workouts. You can calisthenics is like the gym anywhere. You can take it anywhere. You can do it anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um. I I tend to lean toward the the body weight. Mm-hmm. You know, exercises. I I fell in love with yoga, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's been almost one of those daily for the past five years. Nice. And it's and it's wonderful. I I know when I've missed it, mm-hmm. but I really do love what's been happening when it comes to, you know, lifting some dumbbells or, you know, yeah. I didn't do my first pull up. Yeah. Uh, I've done chin ups before. Yeah. 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 You know, a couple of them, you yeah. know, I'm never very, very strong. Yeah. Uh, but my first pull up, I remember I was like 47. Yeah. 45, 47 years old. Mm-hmm. And I called, I called my dad from the YMCA. I was like, Hey dad, guess what? I did my first pull up and he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> Oh, anyways, it was, I mean, yeah. you know, but, but I remember, um, just doing that one mm-hmm. led to the desire to be able to do more, Yep, seeing that I could actually achieve, you know, achieve that one. Yeah. Uh, and then being frustrated because I couldn't, and then learning about doing negatives. Oh, so getting up there on so the bench, fun. stepping off the bench and then yep. just kind of holding it and going down yeah. slowly. Then I was able to bust out like five at a time and do yeah. like, you know, three, se- three sets of five reps. And it's just like. Wow, I didn't, and I'm, tur- you know, I'm turning fifty. You know, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. crazy stuff. It's amazing. Don't, don't, you know, don't ever listen to anybody that says you can't. Don't even listen to yourself. Right, say that you yeah, can't yeah. do something physically like that. So. The negatives, negatives are really fun. That's how I learned how to do um, my muscle ups. Oh, you know what a muscle up is? Yeah. So you yeah. starting up on the bar like that, yep. and just kind of working your. Yeah. Your, oh, okay. Because yeah. I look at that and I see some, and I don't know how many of these are deep fakes, <laughs> but I see these videos like this one especially of like. 
it's like three Asian, like they're like 70 years old and they're doing all those like dance moves where they're kicking the feet out to the side. Yep, and I'm like, yep. is that a deep fake? Is that, <laughs> do they have like an old man's face on this young guy's body? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. Out there. I think they're it is. 60, 70 year old men and uh, even some women that are out there that are yep. just still looking muscular. Yeah, I remember recently, it was, I don't know, a couple seasons ago, my wife watches America's Got Talent, so Mm -hmm. by default, I'm watching America's Got Talent. And there was an 80-year-old woman Mm -hmm. on there that was ripped. And I was like, what in the world? Man, this is amazing. Well, not... Not a woman, Not but, a woman, you know. but yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be the 80-year-old 80, yeah, 80 guy. Yeah, those videos and images I see of that yeah. old guy that's 70, you could tell by his, like, from the neck up, he looks like mm-hmm. a 70-year-old, yeah. but the body's like, man, what did he just do a head transplant onto a 30-year-old body or yeah. something like that? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going for it, man. But yeah. So along with mm-hmm. the workout, I know that you've learned, what I've learned, too, is mm-hmm. like 80 to 90% of that's in the kitchen. Oh, yes. It's how we eat. Yep. And I still struggle with the carbs. Mm -hmm. So I know when I eliminate carbs, Mm -hmm. I feel the best, Mm. um, because perhaps because of my body type. Right. Uh, But I know some people can eat more and need more. Yeah. Uh, You know, I want to find the balance where, because I mean, I love me some potatoes. I, I, you know, I'm a potato fiend too. So sweet potatoes, especially with, with butter and salt on it, man. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so you've dipped into creating health food. I mean, what what would you call it? What do you, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. So contraband fitness kind of spawned and that culmination of bringing all those kind of ideas together and really kind of solving my own problem too, is that, you know, my time is, you know, is everywhere because yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. So we're busy. Yeah, we're busy. So my mornings are usually kind of like very quick and very um, uh, limited when it comes to potentially providing like, oh, let me just make a one hour delicious breakfast and you know, build from scratch. Right. I, when I get the luxury to do that, I'll always love those breakfasts. But sometimes I have to, you know, compensate in certain areas. And so uh, for the longest time, especially during college, I would have these protein bars. Um, it for the morning, uh, just to get my protein in, um, and just eat something real quick. Uh, did you make your own or did you have a particular one that you kind of went for? I had a particular one I went for from this company and it was super, it was the right size. It was perfect. It wasn't like this, you know, um, the ones you see out there that are, here's all the 30 ingredients and we're going to blend it into a soup and then we're going to slab it out this extrusion and make a little brick, you know, like I did I never like a little those. protein turd that tastes like chocolate. Right. Yeah. I never liked those. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the one I had was this kind of really awesome rice base. It was like a rice uh, and oat base. And so it was crunchy. It was airy. Uh, had the right amount of chocolate on the bottom. Right. So it was hulled all together. Um, yeah. About like 15 grams or so of protein. So I'd have like one or two of them in the morning. Mm-hmm. And super delicious. I mean, I'm I'm probably their biggest customer because I would order three right. months worth order at a by time. the case. Yeah, I'll just get an Amazon Got a forklift showing up at the front door. <laughs> yeah, crane and just pulling it in. The um, drone's not big enough to carry. They this were not box. big enough. Yeah, I shut Amazon down. They're like, we can't because of Josh. Um, and one time I had to reorder because I was done eating for my three months, you know. And I go on, no, can't find it anywhere. Wow. I was like, the company doesn't sell it. Amazon doesn't sell it. I what, the particular China flavor or they were just... It. It, was, it was the particular I don't know bar. if I'd order a protein bar from a China site, dude. That does not sound good. That that, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> Ali, Pro, Pro, Ali Pro Pro. That's what yeah. it's called. <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, wow. Super disappointing. Yeah, I gave myself one day and I was like crying, you know, like a little kid. No, uh, I didn't didn't wallow in in that. And I was like, whoa, how hard could it be to make my own? So I went to the store, looked at the back of like six different protein bars. I'm like, wow, you know, some of these have like four main ingredients in common. And then from there on, it's just whatever flavor profile you want. Right. And so... I grabbed those main ingredients and then I was like, well, I kind of want this because I had that and I want, oh, I need to complete my protein. So I added this fruit, you know, and then bam, I made. Was it like the first time? It was the first time. It was delicious. It was so good. I'm like, wow, I'm going to keep doing this. So for an entire year, like I would just make my own batch, cut them up in small pieces about the size I would eat them with and I would just eat it. And it was so good. And you felt good. If I felt great, yeah, yeah, and it felt more clean too, mm. yeah, because I can after really thinking about it, like I could probably taste. I don't have them anymore, but, right. but side by side, but you know, I could have that kind of aftertaste to it. Yeah, the, the little like uh, like you said, Ali Pro Pro, yeah. with a little bit of cadmium, yeah, mm-hmm. in it, mm, yeah. tasty, tasty yeah. cadmium, yeah, mm, delicious, causes cancer. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, yeah, so do you do you have different flavor profiles now do you have I different types do. and you do yeah Get out of town man let's open up the Uh-oh. box that's been sitting here i was wondering time. so what we have a, in the box we have a box here guys if you, know, if you can see it on yeah, the screen it is a brown box I got some, kind uh, of scarily just kind of sitting there on this the, is my impromptu you know if you order six you get this awesome box for free so that's really a, it's a great and deal you fo- and you fold it yourself you, uh, so you're doing protein bars and origami i am i'm a jack of all trades um or Josh of all trades. I don't even know. Josh of all so trades. So this is the original. This is the... Uh, oops. I almost grabbed the wrong one. Don't grab the wrong one. So this is the original. It's called The Good Stuff. Oh, man. Uh, it got its name because after about a year or so of doing it for myself, I brought it to my work. And as I'm a sharing nature... Um, Are you giving this to me? Can I open this you, right you, now? You Dude, can open this right now. Do you, I need a knife? You get all three of these. I don't have my knife on me, You dude. don't need a knife. Uh, no, you, you can... Uh, on the corner... I think it's right there. Oh, I see it. There's a little perforated oh, spot. This, yeah, so... Is I, this hermeneutically sealed? I, I seal them. I seal them. I, you, I mean, it's fresh exactly. ingredients, so they oh, won't man, you go bad. Fresh. But, you know, when I seal it, Dude, it gives it about a month expiration date. If you keep it in the fridge, that's super nice fresh. and cold. Um, so, I'm not talking anymore. I'm just going to eat. <laughs> no, by all means. Uh, yeah, so I brought it to work, and then mm. I shared it with some people, and I was working at a place that was entrepreneurial-based. Uh, mm, kind of like crunchy. A co- co-working space uh texture and taste are like my top two things Mm -hmm. so taste is like got to be the number one because that's the proponent around the healthier eating so if you are wanting to have delicious food and this is the this is like the demographic i'm trying to penetrate because it's a huge one and, and it's crazy uh there's a lot of people that kind of live this unhealthier lifestyle because healthy food healthy tasting food is different from unhealthy tasting food so a lot of people are going to go the easy route when it comes to food, which is coupled with the unhealthy food. And I'm sorry, brother. I can't hear you because this tastes so delicious. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I'm, almost I'm talking one to of the those audience. things. Do you? I mean, this is like better than like a good candy bar. So it's kind of tripping me out a little bit. So <laughs> how can this be healthy if it tastes like I would rather eat I mean, this than a Snickers? And I like Snickers. Yeah, I, so. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed a Snickers too. But the the Snickers uses milk chocolate, and that uses dark chocolate. And dark chocolate is way better for you. It's better for you. I'm taking it's you definitely down. Definitely better for you. Hershey's Company. Mm-hmm. 
Taking you all down. Dude. Um, so, yeah, the freshness of the cranberries, ingredients. Cranberries? Yes. Almonds? The cranberries, almonds. So that's a, uh, the good stuff is the dark chocolate, peanut butter, almonds, and craisins. It is such an amazing, unique taste. And, dude, I have that with milk. And you can choose what milk you want. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a mindset person, and I do enjoy regular milk. I do enjoy oat milk. I am crunching these Fairlight almonds milk. right into the microphone. <laughs> no, that's yeah. good. People can hear that. They can hear the mm-hmm. texture, which is important. Um, and so, yeah, the the visual, like everything, goes into the aspect. Um, mm. And yeah, so I I brought it to the work. You know, I started sharing it. People were like, "This is this is good. This is some really good stuff." And so that name kept coming along. People kept saying the good this, stuff. The good stuff. And I was oh, like, yeah. so that's what I named it. Um, and you could probably see um, mm. we have the labels here uh, represented with kind of their icons. So the coconut brick has a coconut. Pecan Paradise has a little paradise type of island. Cool. The good stuff, it pays homage to the original uh, packaging because I only made that bar. And I wrapped the good stuff in parchment paper and like masking tape. And it looked very sketch, <laughs> which is why Contraband Fitness came out. And uh, I'm kind of presenting this, you know. Well, the good stuff is even. Yeah. And that's know. why it's so good. It's almost illegal. That's the tagline. So. Dude, that's amazing. So I'm having fun with it so far. Uh, I love it. Every bar I make is so unique in its flavor. And oddly enough, uh, with the bars, I have a nearly 100% track record. I literally just think of it and build it and it tastes as i thought of it wow. so uh there might be some altercations to the um recipes in terms of getting maybe just a little bit more protein because i might do a higher protein line in the future um so that might you know bring back the chalky taste that people don't necessarily like this is why yeah, i, wanted, you don't to want to do I wanted to start here first there's also something to the fact that it's a little messy like yeah. it's a little kind of sticks to your fingers mm-hmm. so I don't. I don't believe I've really ever eaten a protein bar where I'm like licking my fingers <laughs> afterwards. So this is that's good too. Um, yeah, yeah. So depending on which ones you get, uh, it mm. changes on maybe the if you're going for diets for certain things, uh, it changes on which bar you might want to grab. Like for Crun- example, I'm going to crunch again real quick. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Right. That's making me hungry. Um, so coconut brick is kind of more my vegan option. Uh, I use plant protein and I don't use honey in there. Um, I know honey's like a great area for, for the vegans, but I don't include it in there. Um, and then the pecan paradise and the good stuff, mm. those use whey protein as mm. well as honey. Super good. Super delicious. Wow. I think it even made my voice deeper. <laughs> it's the real peanut butter. That's the Get thing. It's the real stuff, peanut butter. Baby. It's super delicious. Mm. And what's, what's, so what's super fun is, is getting the interactions with a lot of people when they try it for the first time. I go to vendoring events. Um, I'll have the full-size bars there so they can support me. And then I have these samples as well. And they're like, ooh, that sounds good. Let me try that. And then they open up the little sample and they eat it. And they're like, wow. You know, that to me is uh, a uh, validation, a word of affirmation that I'm penetrating this market that I'm trying to hit. People that think healthy food doesn't taste good Mm. and that unhealthy food tastes good. They want the taste and they want the healthy food. So why not put it together? That's brilliant. I love it. Mm. Thank you. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> Just uh, don't mind me while I back into the corner and lick my fingers. Great. I'll take a small water mm-hmm. break. Do that. Wow. The good stuff. Love it. Coconut brick. Mm. Pecan paradise. Can't wait to try them all. Yeah. Mm. So someone didn't want 
um, chocolate. So I had to make a peanut butter lover bar. I got you. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be friends with that person, but I would still eat. <laughs> I would they could still be customers. Try it. Customers sometimes oh, are friends. Well, you know. You know. You know? But the I, best. I, I hang out with people that don't agree with me 100%. But yeah. I tell you what, dark chocolate, mm. that was um, definitely God invented dark chocolate yeah, because yeah, dark sure. chocolate's really really good it's amazing good for the um good for a lot of things too mm-hmm. yeah wow so cool so where to from now how when did you so do you have a date on when you first produced the and it was initially just for you yeah like you were just solving a problem yeah my beloved protein bar i can no longer find it on the planet mm-hmm. gonna make my own yeah holy crap it's good yeah and then how so, long? How long was it when you were like, you know what, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this thing up and put a bow on it and yeah, sell it. Yeah. Um. I don't know the exact date when the inception of the bar itself, when I made it for the first time, was. Um. Because I had made it for about a year, and then I think I stopped for a couple months, and then I was like, I need to make my protein bars again, so I made it again, and then that second time is when it was a little closer to the time frame where I was at that co-working space. And so I made another batch and I was like, well, I have a bunch. And I was like, ooh, I have some bunch of friends that are co-working. Let me, let me go share it with them. Be like, hey, look, yeah, I made some protein bars. You want some? You know, kind of like when people bring brownies or cookies and sure. stuff. So I did that and I brought some there and they were like, wow, this is really good. And there's like, it's just a follow-up question of like, you know, do you sell these? You know, so I have like instant customers right there. And there. even those that were eating them that were wrapped in masking tape or asking, asking. Oh, you? I mean, before I even wrapped them as like okay. a way to sell, you know, I was bringing them in Tupperware containers, just like brownies, you know, just like here, grab one. Um, and so and you're like, here, I made these myself. <laughs> uh, you want to, you want to eat these? <laughs> um, that's how they, that's how, that's how, that's how the addiction starts. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, I had enjoyed sharing them with them in you know after about i don't know five so people kind of giving very similar responses like this is really good you need to sell this like what are you going to do with it um one one thing that i'm noticing immediately uh after consuming that entire bar which i probably shouldn't have eaten because i was already full um is there's no none of that weird like okay this tastes like protein powder aftertaste Mm, yeah it doesn't have that which is that's definitely a plus. So where to from now, for, you know, from now, uh, what, what are you doing? What's the plan? What's the master plan? Um, satiate a lot of people. Um, uh, okay. basically the ultimate goal is to, um, bridge back the world's obesity numbers, you know, by like 10%. Like that's the grand vision. You know, how can I cultivate an, an environment, a business, a, a, a legacy? That's a big dream. Yeah, that is like, if I can do that, you know how many more people will be able to with their families, and sure. not, yeah, it's crazy. There's sure. so many, so many uh, illnesses and diseases and just deaths that happen because of carrying around that extra weight. Remove that, people are going to be more happier. They're going to do a lot more stuff that's fun. They're going to be with their families for a longer time. Cool. So that's the goal, cool. um, and this is one of the vessels that um, is part of that goal. So being able to present people an option, an easier option to say, "Hey, it's a protein bar. I can just grab it and go." Um, nice. I can take it with me, um, and it's giving them the more whole food aspects mm. while still giving them protein. Um, gives them and that ability to super tasty, to, to man. Do that. So before I ask my last question, mm-hmm. uh, where can folks reach you on social media? Yeah, so you can find me uh, at at Contraband Fitness on most of my social medias on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, 
And you can go to my website as well directly at www.contrabandfitness.com. And yeah, you can, can you order? In. Can you order these on the on the website yet? Yes, you, you can, can. You can order on the website. Um, I do have different bars up there. Some are seasonal items like the Grinch bar for Christmas. Okay, that one's amazing. So if you're interested in a pretzels, pistachios, and matcha flavor, amazing during Christmas though. So uh, yeah, you can go to my website. You can order the bars there, um, and I also have a very great special deal um, running right now. It is, is seventy five dollars a month for twenty one bars. So you get a monthly subscription. Cool. Cool. Okay. Last question. Um, what do you need right now as a business owner, as, as one that is trying to solve a problem in the world? Uh, what is it that you need most right now? Hmm. I mean, definitely one that's always on my forefront is just more customers. Um, I do want to have more B2B connections. I would like to be connected with some gyms and you know some other more mom and pop shops that are able to kind of retail this um, to help with that fighting of uh, bringing the obesity level down. So if they have shared values like that, I would love to get connected with them. Fantastic. Yeah. Joshua, great to get to know you. Uh, look forward to eating more of your protein bars. Um, and, uh, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. And so it's always awesome to, to hear about, um, mm -hmm. the birth of a dream, mm -hmm. even when it was just kind of at the beginning, kind of self-serving. Yeah. It's like, I'm solving a problem for me. Wait a minute. This can solve a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. So appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you so you much too. for being on the yeah. show. Thank you. All right.